Welcome back, everybody, to Keyboard Kimura Part 2. Friday, Double Dip, the UFC 290 betting show. I'm your host, Eastman Kite, as always. We're going to dive right in. Before we get to Saturday's event at T-Mobile Arena, we go back to last week's event at the UFC Apex. So last week, UFC Vegas 76, we had $600 go out. We had $661 and a quarter come back in a $61.25 profit, 10.21% ROI. There are no notes. There could be, but I'm not going to be one of those could have been better, should have made this, shouldn't have done that. Try not to be that guy. Not after a weekend where I turned a profit. And I take my 61 and a quarter and smile. For the year, $6,250 out, $4,331.30 in. So we're down $1,918.70. It's, I mean, it's it's still not where I want to be. Turning a profit is great. Last week, we want to do that every week. That's the aim of this show. That's the aim of my doing this. It's why I keep track. That's why I tell you where we're at every single week. And we got to just keep chipping away. And last week, only having $600 go out felt like a good, good number, right? We keep it under 10% of the original budget, keep it at a nice, reasonable number so that if there are losses, they're not considerable losses that don't really submarine us and make that deficit too big. But it's a big fight card this weekend. And in honor of my guy, Ian O'Neill, when we were doing this show together over at Severe MMA, we're laying out a little extra for a tremendous card, seeing if we can't make some money and get things really moving in the right direction heading into the back half of the year. So it is time for the UFC 290 bets. Do it the same as we have for the last few weeks. We will go through every single fight, even the ones where there are no wagers. There are very few of those this week, I should say. And we start in the main event. Alexander Volkanovsky, Yair Rodriguez, my pick on the Punch Drunk Predictions was Alexander Volkanovsky. The only wager I have here is 25 bucks on Volk to finish at plus 160 for a return of 65 bucks. I'm not trying to chase a ton of stuff. I've got some, some larger bets this week because it is a bigger show, because there are some numbers that I like. But with stuff like this, I wanted to just have a little something on Volk. I think he wins handily here. I think he can have a dominant performance. And I think there's a little piece of him. I've talked to him before a bunch of these title fights. And I remember going into the fight with Chan Sung Jung. He said he talked about wanting to make a statement, wanting to really go out there and have an emphatic victory. I think that still exists for him. I think that's still a thing that he carries with him into the octagon. And so it's 25 bucks, as I said, on him to get a finish. 25 turns into 65. If it happens, I think it happens later in the fight. We're talking third, fourth, fifth round where he's just piled up the damage, as I talked about on the PDPs. Yair kind of doesn't wear damage the best. And so I think there may be some opportunities for a swollen eye or a cut or something of that nature. And so we just put a little 25 bucks, see what happens. Co-main event, Brandon Moreno and Alessandre Pantoja in the flyweight title fight. I picked Moreno. I'm playing Moreno. $200 on Moreno to win. On the money line, which is minus 200. So that 200 returns 300. And then 25 bucks on Moreno by decision at plus 190 to return 72.50. 
for me, the heavier wager on Moreno here, 200 bucks, two units, whatever you want to call it. It just, I, I really think this is the fight where we kind of have that breakout moment with Brandon Moreno, or we have that aha moment, probably a better way of saying it, where we recognize and we understand that he is now a step ahead of everybody in this division. He is now that much better than everybody else. I think Alexandre Pantoja is a very good fighter, but I don't think he is at Brandon Moreno's level right now. He was better than him five years ago when they last met inside the octagon. But tomorrow, July 8th in Las Vegas, he's not going to be better than Brandon Moreno. And so 200 to return 300, make a $100 profit seems great to me. 25 bucks on the decision because I don't necessarily know that Moreno gets him out of there. Pantoja is a durable, grindy, good quality veteran that will do the right things to avoid getting finished in terms of submissions. Haven't seen him knocked out and stopped in the UFC yet. And so I like that plus 190. And so it's 225 out. It's 300 in if Moreno wins and gets a finish. So we're still making a profit. We're still positive. 75 bucks. And if he wins on the cards, it's 372.50 back. That's a lovely number. I'll take that any day of the week. Move to the middleweight feature, Robert Whitaker and Drickus Duplessis. Similar wagers here on Whitaker, who I think wins this handily. $200 on Whitaker on the money line at minus 400. So 200 turns into 250. And then $25 again on Whitaker by decision at plus 190. Returns 70 bucks. I think he dominates, as I talked about on the predictions. I think this is a fight that Robert Whitaker wins nine times out of ten. And the one is Drickus Duplessis lands something that Robert Whitaker didn't see coming because he gets a little overzealous. It needs to be something similar to the way that Israel Adesanya got him out of there in the first fight, where he just hits him with a shot that he doesn't see coming and then puts him away. I don't think Drickus Duplessis has that in his arsenal. I think Robert Whitaker has multiple ways to win this fight. And I think he gets his hand raised on Saturday. So 200 to return 250. The decision prop is just, we haven't seen Rob go out there and put guys away, not in three round fights, not lately. It just isn't his thing. He is content to be smart, to be tactical, to do the right things. And so 25 turning into 70 for a decision in a three round fight that we've seen pretty regularly from Rob, even in five round fights, feels like a reasonable, a smart wager to me. 225 out, 250 back if he wins and earns a stoppage. So it's still a profit. It's still 25 bucks profit. And I'm trying to trying to make sense and, and be smart for myself. 25 bucks profit is better than zero profit. And if he wins by decision, it's 325 back for 225 out. We make a hundred bucks. That sounds great to me. Move to the lightweight fight. Jalen Turner and Dan Hooker. I hemmed and hawed on this one. If you listen to the Punch Drunk predictions, you know I had a hard time coming around to the Jalen Turner side here and landing on the Jalen Turner side here. That is not going to stop me from making wagers on Jalen Turner. So we've got $200 on Turner to win. On the money line, minus 275. Returns $272.73. Also 50 bucks on Turner to finish in round one at plus 200, which would return 150 bucks. So all told, it's 250 out, 272 and 73 cents if he wins. So still a $22 and 73 cent profit if he wins. If it's not in the first round, 
If it's a decision, Jalen Turner gets his hand raised. We make 22 bucks and change. If he gets the finish in round one, we make $422.73, a $172.73 profit. Certainly a much nicer number. I just, that prop on the finish in round one, Jalen Turner is a first round finisher. He is a sudden fighter. He is dynamic. And I think he has the potential and possibility to go out and get Dan Hooker out of here early. That is how Jalen Turner historically, traditionally wins fights. And you want to give me plus 200 on it. As much as I respect Dan, as much as I love Dan as a fighter and as a dude, I like that number a lot too. Brings us to the main card opener, Bo Nickel and Val Woodburn. No bets. None. There's not a number here that you could entice me with. There's not anything on this slate of props, on this slate of straight wagers, on this slate of same game parlays that I just, nope, no, not worth it. Not worth it. The juice on that one is just absolutely not worth the squeeze. So shouts to Bo Nickel being the biggest betting favorite in UFC history. Go get your victory. If you're playing them, I wish you all the best. I'm sure we will see something on the broadcast about somebody betting $100,000 on Bo Nickel to get back six bucks. Not me. No, no, thank you. Keep it. Save it. Move to the prelims. Robbie Lawler versus Nico Price. Robbie Lawler's retirement fight. So we got to put a little bit of something on Robbie Lawler. 50 bucks on Lawler on the money line, plus 225. Underdog returns 162.50 and 25 bucks on Lawler to finish at plus 500 returns 150 bucks. All told, 75 out, 162.50 if he wins. Hand goes up, we get an $87.50 profit. If he wins by decision, sorry, if he wins by finish, it's 312.50 as the return, $237.50 profit. Lovely way to send Robbie Lawler off into retirement. As I said on the on the predictions, I think this is a fight that Robbie Lawler not only can win, but can finish. Nico Price is a kill or be killed fighter. Power is the last thing that goes. I still think Robbie Lawler can crack. I think he finds an out here. I think he finds the chin. And plus 500 as a finish prop in Robbie Lawler's last fight. That's 25 bucks I'm happy to spend. If it doesn't come back, that's fine. Thank you for everything, Rob. I would love to go out making a profit on him on his final fight. But if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. All the best going forward to ruthless Robbie Lawler. Stick around the welterweight division. Jack Della Maddalena, Josiah Harrell. This is a big, heavy favorite in Jack Della Maddalena, but I do have a play. I like $200 on Della Maddalena to finish in round one at minus 155. Returns $329.03. My logic here, playing that minus 155, is that Della has finished every fight in the UFC in the first round. And with all due respect to Josiah Harrell, who took this fight on relatively short notice, taking it about 10 days ago, Della's finished better fighters in the first round. So I'm pretty confident that he's going to go out and finish this young man in the first round. If you can get Randy Brown out of there, if you can get Danny Roberts and Ramazan Ameev out of there in the first round, I think you can get Josiah Harrell out of there in the first round. Della isn't a guy that comes out and plays it safe and is just tactical and is just methodical. He's he's smart. He's not out of control with his aggression, but he's looking to get you out of there. And I think he does. And so if I can turn 200 into 329 and three pennies, make 129 bucks, almost 130 bucks 
on something that has already happened four times in four fights. Let's go. Move to Yasmin Haragwi and Denise Gomes in the strawweight division. 25 bucks here on Haragwi to win by decision. Plus 125. 25 turns into 56 and a quarter. This is sort of just playing the traditional result in a women's strawweight fight, in a strawweight fight, I should say. As much as Haragwi got a stoppage win last time out, I think Denise Gomes is tougher and more mentally strong than Estela Nunez. And we're more likely to see something similar to Haragwi's debut win over Yasmin Lucindo than we are to see her win over Estela Nunez. And so more than double my money on a $25 wager on something that happens pretty regularly on the female side of things. And I can give you the actual numbers so far because I'm a nerd. And I have those things available to me as I just pull them up, pull up my stats page here. Straw weights, 15 fights this year. Seven have gone, seven by decision, eight by stoppage. So we're at right about 50%, just under. But on the women's side of things, decisions are happening at a 63% clip this year. And so we're, I like those odds. 63% to get more than double my money. Let's go. Sounds good to me. Light heavyweight division, Jimmy Crute, Alonzo Menafield, zero bets. No bets. As much as I like Menafield as an underdog, as much as I think he can get a finish, this is just one of those fights for me that I'm going to sit back and just watch it and enjoy and see what happens. It is chaos. It is. I think it will be chaos. I think there's roads to victory for each guy. So we'll just keep the powder dry, keep the money in our pocket, spend it elsewhere. No bets. Tatsuro Tyra and Edgar Shiriz in a 130-pound catchweight fight. Same thing. No bets. Tyra is a massive favorite. Understandably so. Deservedly so. The finish prop is at minus money, so you got to pay the juice to make a real profit. I'm just, I'm just out. Let's just watch him fight. Get him in the cage. Get him a chance to compete. We, got, we didn't get that opportunity a few weeks ago. We get the opportunity Saturday. I just want to watch my guy go out there do good things, get another victory, and then hopefully call somebody out. Back to the light heavyweight division. Vitor Petrino and Martin Prachnio. I like the underdog here. So it's 50 bucks on the Prachnio money line at plus 225, which returns 162.50. And then 25 bucks on Prachnio by decision at plus 600 to return 175. So it's a total of 75 out, 162.50 if the hand goes up. For an $87.50 profit. Love that number. And it's $337.50 if he wins by decision, a $262.50 profit. I think the veteran has more savvy to get this win. I think he is the smarter fighter. We saw Petrino gas himself out, tire himself out, not be able to get Anton Tercali out of there, have positive moments, but also have some negative moments. And I think Prachnio just understands, will understand how to go out there and win this fight. I think he just makes the right choices and makes the right decisions. I think we see him grapple a little bit. I think we see him work at range, chopping at the leg. I think we see him smash home some body kicks. And I'm hoping we see the hand go up after 30-27 across the board or 29-28 or even a split decision. Get that hand raised. We get a profit. Cameron Simon, Terrence Mitchell, 200 bucks on Simon to finish at minus 275 which would return $272.73. It's a big outlay to make a 
and 73 cent profit. I understand that you're paying for, you're paying to make a little bit of a profit here. But I think Simon is able to get him out of there. He is the far more complete fighter. We've seen good performances from him thus far. He is a finisher overall in his career. We saw it in his debut against Stephen Kozlow. He wasn't able to get Mana Martinez out of there last time. But I think the combination of Mitchell's debut, Mitchell not facing the caliber of opponent that I like, that I want to see a guy in there against someone of this caliber, someone as good as Cameron Simon is. I think the young South African goes out there, has a statement effort, has a clean performance, gets it done. I think it'll be early. I think it could very well be the first round if you want to chase that number. But I, rather than doing that myself, I'm just playing the finish because I think he finishes the fight. And so if I can turn 200 into 272.73, we'll take it. Again, just profits. Looking for profits. Looking to cash. That's it. Let's go. It doesn't have to be huge numbers. Just put a little extra something in my, in my pocket. Moves us to Shannon Ross and Jesus Aguiar in the flyweight division. I like Aguiar. I think he gets it done. 20 bucks on Aguiar to finish at plus 135, returns 47 bucks, and 10 bucks on Aguiar to finish in round one at plus 275, returns 37.50. So it's 30 bucks out, 47 if he finishes. That's a $17 profit, and 84.50 if he finishes in round one for a $54.50 profit. The money line wasn't anything that I was really that interested in because I do think this is still a lower end of the division kind of battle where anything can happen. And so it's small numbers on the outcome that I think is most likely, which is Aguiar getting the job done inside the distance. I like the plus 275 number for the first round finish. I think Shannon Ross makes a mistake and leaves his neck out there and Aguiar gets it done but I don't know that it's necessarily going to be the first round. So we have a little 10 bucks that we toss there on that 20 bucks the other way on the finish at plus 135. And we just see how we come out 30 bucks out. If he gets a finish, we profit 17. I'll take that any day of the week. Fight card opener, Camuela Kirk and Esteban Rebovich. It's 25 bucks on Kirk to win. So on the money line at plus 125. Returns 52, sorry, 56, 25. This is just a straight underdog play. I think he is the more experienced, the more well-rounded guy that's been in there with more competition, better, better competition over the course of his career. So you want to give me plus money on it? We'll throw 25 bucks on there and see if we can't double up and then some. And now we get to the fun stuff. Now we get to the parlays for the week. So last week we introduced an underdog parlay. It didn't cash, but I like the idea. And I think I'm going to keep doing it throughout these fight cards, provided I have more than one underdog that I like. So this week, there are three. Robbie Lawler, Marcin Pracnio, Camuela Kirk. Five bucks on those three gentlemen deliver a combined odds of 1, 000, plus 1,925. So five bucks turns into 101 and a quarter. If all three win, five turns into 101 and a quarter. Let's go. Just a little something extra. We've already got some other bets. It's a way to sort of add on to some of the other wagers that we've already made and just see what happens. Now we get to the punch drunk prediction parlays. So every week, main card, prelims, full card. Added a little extra money here. 
to the main card one because it's just chalk. It's just a chalk parlay. Alexander Volkanovsky, Brandon Moreno, Robert Whitaker, Jalen Turner, Bo Nickel and his massive minus 2,500 odds, 20 bucks at combined odds of plus 232 returns $66.49. Listen, the Bo Nickel just kills it. Whitaker and Volkanovsky are both minus 400. So that certainly dampens those odds as well. But if I can turn 20 into 66 and a half, that's still pretty good to me. That's still pretty solid for me going just chalk. Move to the prelims. Robbie Lawler, Jack Della Maddalena, Yasmin Haragwi, Alonzo Menefield, Tatsuro Tyra, Marcin Pracnio, Cameron Simon, Jesus Aguiar, Camuela Kirk. Those nine fighters, 10 bucks, combined odds of plus 12,569, returns $1,266.93. Nine fights is a lot just to be through the prelims. It's hard to get through them. We shall see 10 into 1,200 and more. That'd be a lovely way to spend the day. And it would mean we're cashing a bunch of other tickets, right? That's the fun thing about these parlays as well. If we hit one of these, it means we've hit a bunch of other stuff that we've already covered and we're making a profit for the week. We're making a profit, getting closer to making a profit for the year. And we're having a good time. We're going back to back profitable weeks, all the good stuff that we like. Which brings us to the full card parlay. So the 14 names involved in this parlay are Alexander Volkanovsky, Brandon Moreno, Robert Whitaker, Jalen Turner, Bo Nickel, Robbie Lawler, Jack Della Maddalena, Yasmin Haragwi, Alonzo Menafield, Tatsuro Tyra, Marcin Pracnio, Cameron Simon, Jesus Aguiar, Camuela Kirk. $10 combined odds plus 42,010. So that $10 would return $4,210.94. And if we run the table, if we go 14 for 14 on picks and hit the full card parlay, it means we're bringing in upwards of $8,000 for the week with only 14, only 1400 with $1,400 going out. So we're turning big profits. We're getting profitable for the year. Your boy will be celebrating on Sunday. It's a hard thing to do, but we're certainly going to come here and try. Before I get out of here, as always, I want to remind you to please gamble responsibly you can see the joy in my face. You can hopefully hear the joy in my voice. This is just numbers on a spreadsheet for me. I am not making these wagers. If you are, please do so responsibly. Only put out what you can afford to put out, what you can afford to lose. The house always wins. We talk about this stuff every week. This is meant to be additive. This is meant to be fun and enjoyable. A little something extra on the side as you're watching these fights and enjoying UFC 290. If you are struggling, if you or someone you love has an issue with gambling, gambling addiction or gambling problems, please check out the show notes, links to help resources and resources centers, excuse me, in the United States, Canada, the UK, and Ireland. In the notes, reach out to me on Twitter, on Instagram, however you want to find me. My email is available through the Keyboard Kimura newsletter. I'm here to listen. I am here to help however I can. This is meant to be fun. So let's have some fun. It's UFC 290. We're finally here. The big show of the summer, International Fight Week. 
kicking off in a little over 24 hours as of the time of recording this. Super pumped, super excited. I hope you are too. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the fights. Love you. Appreciate you. Sign up for the newsletter. Check out the guys at One Bone. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy the fights. We'll see you on Sunday.